Welcome to The Higher Self and I, your go-to podcast that will release you of your victim mindset and become your one-way ticket towards the mind-blowing results you desire in your life and your business. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, mindset and business mentor, ready to help you unlock your mindset into gear and empower you to step into the person you always knew you were meant to be, a badass CEO who is here to claim her freaking millionaire life. Ready to find out what life could be like if you just did the thing? Let's go, baby. Hello, gorgeous lady, and welcome back to Higher Self and I. Today, we are into a very juicy topic, a topic that I see come up time and time again with the subconscious and when you are trying to scale and grow your business. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, anytime we reach a next level, a next iteration, maybe a change in the way you're doing things, a change in habit, a change in strategy, a change in mindset, we are often faced with resistance. Hands up, baby, hands up, if you've had resistance in your business. Resistance shows up so much for every female entrepreneur I ever work with when we are creating and moving into that next level. And whether that's a next level of business, a next level of doing things on social media, a next level of finances, whatever that looks like, there is going to be some resistance. Now, resistance shows up in so many ways for so many people and everyone is very different. Every individual that I work with is very different. And a lot of the time I see resistance show up as procrastination. I show, I I see resistance show up as low energy days, maybe even illness at times. But what if I told you that these challenges, the procrastination, the low energy, the illnesses, whatever that looks like on the surface, may be, just may be rooted in something deeper. Something within our brains and something within the subconscious mind. Hell yes. Today, we are exploring both the neuroscience and the subconscious factors that actually contribute to resistance. And more importantly, how you can get rid of it, how you can move through it, what you can do if you're constantly feeling resistance. Now, the first thing I want to say is well freaking done if you are. Because when you're feeling resistance, when you're feeling that push or that pull, whatever resistance feels to you, if it's a black cloud, if it's a everything's gone fuzzy, if it's, I don't even know who I am anymore, whatever resistance shows up for you in, it's actually a celebration because the resistance is coming because you feel unsafe, because you're doing something new, because it feels unusual, because it's a different way of doing things. And actually all that's happening is the subconscious is going, wow, 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 no, 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 this feels unsafe, therefore I must resist, retract, shove something in the way. There's got to be something in her life that can get in the way right now. Maybe let's bring this illness in. Maybe let's have a really shit day. Let's send her another bill. All of the things, you know, the, the reticular activated system, because it's in resistance, 
we'll start to look for more resistance. We'll start to look for more reasons as to why you shouldn't be doing it. We'll start to create more reasons as to why you shouldn't be doing the thing that you're resisting. So actually, if you are in resistance right now or have experienced resistance, it's something to celebrate because it means that you're growing. It means that you are currently stepping out of your comfort zone, doing something a little bit differently, shaping and paving the way a little bit differently, standing out of your comfort zone, like I said. So first of all, let's let's celebrate it. But let's kind of start from what I actually mean by resistance. Now, in business, resistance is that invisible force that can hold us back. And a lot of the time it is invisible. A lot of the time you will be a week, two weeks into the resistance without even really knowing it, without really even knowing that the resistance is there at all. The subconscious is that clever in keeping you safe, in keeping you protected. It doesn't care about your happiness. It doesn't care about anything other than you feeling safe. And actually, that's what happens. You know, we have this invisible force, this invisible roadblock. Like I said, it can manifest as procrastination. It can manifest as, you know, I'm I'm just having a low energy day or, and I'm just prefacing this when I say about illness and low energy days, there is a, there is an apps, it's absolutely okay. But sometimes resistance can show up in this way. And I'm going to teach you how to know whether it's low energy illness versus if it's resistance showing up. So please don't take that as a blanket. Every time you're ill, it's because you're in resistance. That's not what I'm saying, but it shows up in that way sometimes. But it feels like you're hitting a roadblock just when you're on the verge of something big just when you're on the verge of stepping into that next level, just when you're on the verge of letting yourself create that amount of wealth, sign that type of client, whatever that looks like. And it is so crucial for us to understand resistance because we are building empires. (laughs) We are building businesses. We are building lives. We are building something for ourselves, for our clients, for the greater good, for the world, whatever that looks like. And resistance is just getting in the way when it doesn't actually need to. And the resistance is actually just there because it's trying to keep you safe. And we know that playing in your old ways, playing in your old behaviors, playing in your old patterns is no longer serving you anymore. Yes, feels very safe. You've done it for a very long time. But actually, we need to get uncomfortable to create the new neural pathway that then feels safe. And you will just carry on working like that. So let's actually get into the neuroscience of resistance. Our brains are wired to resist change. Let me say that again. Our brains are wired to resist change. Now, I have really faced change in my life. I have done a lot of things that have created a huge change for me across the board. And whilst I'm doing it, yes, my brain is like, what the effing Jeffin are you freaking doing now? Because our brains are actually wired to resist it. 
And ironically, the only thing we have as humans is change. Now, when we're faced with something new, with something unfamiliar, with something that we haven't done before, the amygdala, which is part of our brain associated with emotions, the amygdala can actually trigger a fear response. So something new or something familiar comes in, a change, a change in whatever that looks like for you right now, boom, the amygdala, part of our brain associated with the emotions that we feel, triggers a fear response. And actually, that fear response can then manifest as resistance. So the amygdala has triggered the fear response in our body, the fight or flight, the, oh my God, we're being chased by the lion, let's get going, it can bring out as resistance. So I'm going to do everything possible to not do this task. I am going to hoover the upstairs of my house for the third time today because I saw a crumb on it instead of doing this task. I'm going to pop to the shop and update my candle drawer because that is very important right now instead of doing this task. Trust me, I've been there, especially the candle drawer. So you can see that as soon as that resistance to change comes in, when we're faced with something new, when we're faced with something unfamiliar, the amygdala is kicking off. It is kicking the trigger response. It's it's that fear response is being triggered and that can manifest as resistance. So the first thing I want you to actually become aware of is how does your resistance play out? Now, I used to say, what is your procrastination destination? When we were talking about procrastination and I've done procrastination episodes in the past. For this, I want to know what your resistance destination is. So anytime you go to do a task, anytime that you go to do something new, something unfamiliar, something that you know might make you millions of pounds but you keep resisting, what is the destination that you do? (laughs) What do you go and do instead? What do you go and do? Is it watching Netflix? Is it cleaning? Is it answering emails that don't really need to be answered? Is it writing another to-do list? Is it scrolling on social media? Is it getting lost in the TikTok algorithm? (laughs) What does it look like? As soon as you're hit with that resistance, where do you feel it? Where do you feel that resistance mostly? And then where does that resistance take you? What is your resistance destination? We're going to need that information for a little bit further on in today's podcast. Now, fear not. Fear not, my love. Our brains are incredibly adaptable. And through a concept called neuroplasticity, which I have talked about time and time again on the podcast, we can rewire our brains to embrace change. Yes, that's exactly what I did, which is why I can create change, a lot of change very quickly for me and have processes and tools and adaptability there quite quickly. It still feels uncomfortable. It still feels uncomfortable for me. I'll put it out there. It still feels uncomfortable, but I've rewired my brain to be able to embrace change. And it's just like giving your little brain a little workout. 
And what we want to do is we want to flex the adaptability muscles. So actually, when I was really growing the change muscle, (laughs) I used to do little things around the house. Like I used to change little things around the house. I used to change the way I do things. I used to change my morning routine. I used to change the routine at the gym. I used to change um, what hand I put my shampoo in. I've talked about these these kind of... um, strategies a lot. I used to change little things where my brain would go, okay, oh, okay, wow. Okay, she's she's not done that before. Uh, that feels different. We need to freak out. And I go, no, 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 I'm safe. I am safe to put my shampoo in my right hand rather than my left hand. And that's what I'm going to do today. And just little by little flexing that muscle for you to be able to embrace change more Obviously, I've done some huge changes in my life, moving to and back from Australia, huge changes. So actually, the more I flex the muscle, the more easier it becomes for me to make change. And I think I've been pretty adaptable to change my whole life. I was always... I was always the one that didn't follow the crowd, that went to a different school, that... When, like I, I did a lot of different things to a lot of different people and I loved that change. I actually loved the change. I loved what it brought and, and what that felt like for me. Maybe I just love being uncomfortable. Who knows? But the more you can challenge yourself to embrace change, the more you can rewire yourself to embrace change. And I think this is really important when we look at business because business is changing all the time you are changing all the time. So therefore your business is changing all the time. You know, if we, if even if we look at what changes on social media from month to month, what changes on how we do things, what changes on what's trending, what changes on how we speak to people, how we use stories, how we use polls, you know, like there's so many changes that are happening so often. You know, a lot of the times we we almost as humans can't keep up with the technology and how much that's changing. But actually, if we can get used to the change, if we can get used to what that's going to look like and we can start to rewire your brain to embrace it rather than go, oh my Jesus Christ, this isn't what I've been doing for the last two years. This isn't how I've been speaking to people for the last two years. This isn't how I've been doing stories for the last two years. I need to freak out. I need to resist. I need to go and watch Netflix instead. Every time we get that change come in, you go, okay, wow, wow, wow. I can feel the resistance here. It feels really uncomfortable, but how can I make this safe for myself? How can I make this feel safe? So that's from a neuroscience perspective. I just want you to know that the first thing that happens because we are wired to resist change, the first thing when faced with something new or faced with something unfamiliar, the amygdala will kick off and it will trigger the fear response. The fear response manifests as resistance. So just remember that that's what's happening. That's actually what is happening inside your brain. It's not that you're crazy. It's not that you can't do it. It's not the why can everyone else do this and I can't. It's an actual response in your brain. It's actually happening. And then what we want to know and what we want to understand, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, is rewiring our brains to embrace the change, even when it feels uncomfortable. And it feels uncomfortable. It's going to feel uncomfortable. But understanding that you can have that little workout and flex the adaptability muscles. So now let's have a look. We've looked at the neuroscience behind resistance. Now let's have a look at the subconscious factors. So 
our deep rooted beliefs, um, our fear of failure, things that have happened to us can really influence how we perceive and respond to change. So I want you to imagine these stories, these memories, these core memories, almost imagine these as like hidden scripts running in the background of your mind. And a lot of the time they will go back to childhood. If you have had maybe a huge, um, a huge change in your childhood that maybe you didn't have any say in, maybe you didn't have any saying at all. And it was a huge change. And therefore, your brain, your subconscious has looked at that image, has looked at that memory and gone, when change happens, I have no control. When change happens, I have no say. When change happens, everything gets taken away from me. So you can see how very big occasions in your life. Maybe it's, I've seen this happen and experienced this with a lot of clients who went through their parents getting divorced. It always goes back to that memory of change because there is such a huge change in that process. And I really support and guide them through that and guide the beliefs that they took on at that time. It could be a change of location when you were younger. Maybe it was a change of schools. There's a lot of change that happens when we're younger. And and that's if you, you know, it that's if you don't have anything quote unquote traumatic happen to you, the change can still be there. And every time we have those, we then perceive and respond to change in a different way. So actually really understanding subconsciously where your resistance is coming from. So in the beginning of today's podcast, we really had a look at what is your resistance destination. So the moment that you feel that resistance in your body, what do you go and do instead? Now what I want you to do is I want you to start to listen to the beliefs behind the resistance. Is it that you're saying, well, I told you so, I can't do this. Where is that belief coming from? Who do you hear when you hear that belief? Is it you or is it the teacher? You know, one of the things that I went back to, I remember this so, so deeply, I was coaching um, a client back in 2020 and she could not get on social media. She could not get on stories. She couldn't speak on video. She, she couldn't actually even go and try clothes on in the dressing rooms. Like she just didn't, she didn't have the confidence to do that. And the resistance behind that was showing up in her not doing anything, obviously. And we started to dive around into where this belief was took on that she can't do it, that she can't do things well enough. And we actually went back to primary school for her. I remember it so clearly. I remember the session so clearly. And she went back to a time where she was cutting out a circle, cutting out a circle. And the teacher came over to her and said that she'd done it so, so wrong. And in that moment, she'd internalized, I can't do things properly. I can't do things. And actually, that's where her resistance was coming from. 
So right now, the resistance is playing out in what you think is just procrastination, in what you think is feeling too busy, in what you think is, I never have enough time, in what you think is, oh, I'd rather just stick to actually what I know because it's kind of worked, so I might as well carry on. They're showing in these very surface level very surface level stories. But actually, if we start to dive below the surface, which is one of my fortes within my one-to-one container, the the deeper we dig, the more we can actually understand subconsciously what's going on behind the resistance. Because a lot of the time, the resistance is coming from a story and a perception that you have about yourself. It's not that you can't do the task. And to be honest, if you couldn't do it, you are smart enough to go and find out how to or you're smart enough to know that you need to invest to find out how to do it, or watch the YouTube video or listen to the podcast. So it's not actually, again, coming back, it's not actually the strategy that you don't know what to do. It's the subconscious beliefs that are feeding the story that you can't, that you won't, that it can't happen to you, that will it ever happen to me, you know, whatever the beliefs are showing up with the resistance. So really getting into the subconscious beliefs behind it can really start to change because subconscious patterns can be so powerful. They impact our decisions. They impact our actions without us realizing it. But like I say, awareness is the first step to change. So once we identify the patterns, once we begin to challenge them, now we know what we know as adults. Now you know what you know from listening to me and the work that I do and what you take from these podcasts. You can start to reframe them. So how do we feel about the resistance? It almost takes resistance and kind of unravels it a bit, I feel, when I explain it in this way to my clients. I get them to speak to resistance. I get them to imagine resistance as a part. I get them to to imagine resistance as a person that stepped in and gone, no, 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 no we must do this, you know, imagine her with a clipboard and a pen and this is what we're going to do instead because quite frankly, this is unsafe and this is scary and we ain't fucking doing it. So let's do something else. You know, she steps in and that's what it is. So actually I get my clients to speak to the resistance, you know, like, thank you so much for showing up resistance. What are you protecting me from? what do you need to feel safe? How can I feel safe right now? And almost start to detach from the stories and the beliefs that are coming with the resistance. Because a lot of the time we can get ourselves into this resistance loop. I see it time and time again when I'm up-leveling with my clients, when I'm up-leveling with myself, where if you don't catch the resistance, it can be two weeks on and you're like, for God's sakes, like, I could have got so much done in those two weeks. But actually, when you understand the resistance, when you can speak to it, when you can understand what patterns you have around it, that's when we can start to shift it more. So I hope you found today's episode very handy. If you start to see your resistant patterns, start to just become aware don't get annoyed by them. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just start to like look at a bird's eye view. Imagine that I am floating above as a bird's eye view, looking down on you and going, oh, look, look at that pattern. 
What's that pattern coming from? What's the beliefs behind it? And if you do want help in moving into that next level and the resistance is mother effing strong right now, you know where I am. For Q1, one-to-one, I've got three months and six months available at the moment. So jump into the DMs, we can have a chat and I will see you on the next episode. Love ya. Your love and support means the absolute world to me with this podcast. So if you have enjoyed the episode today, please make sure that you are sharing or reviewing or even rating the podcast because it allows me to get into more ear rolls. Now, if we're not connected on Instagram, head over and add me at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. Come and say hello. I'd love to see you there and I will see you on the next episode.